0: Good morning class. Ricky, no hats in school. It's my hat. It's my (laughs) hat. Class, do you know what today is?
1: Show and tell day! Show and
0: tell day! Yes. Wow. Way too many Cocoa Puffs this morning. It is show and tell day. And do you know what class? I can't wait to see what you brought from home to share. Who wants to go first? Okay, Ricky, if you take off that hat, you may go.
1: Hey, Ricky, you're so fun. You're so fun. You blow my mind. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Sally,
0: (laughs) what did we talk about? Hocus pocus, time to focus. Right. What you got? What's in your bag? Go ahead, Ricky. What you got?
1: I think he's got a pee. (laughs) Huh.
0: Ricky, what's wrong? What's the matter?
1: She's staring into
0: my soul. Uh Honey, don't stare at him. It makes him nervous. (laughs) Okay, Ricky, why don't you sit down? Maybe you can go later. Sally, why don't you go? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hi, my name is Sally. <laughs> Hi, Sally.
1: She's my girlfriend. <laughs> my name is Sally, and this is my dolly, snotty dotty. <laughs> and and she can cry like Ricky. Wanna see? <laughs> okay, 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 okay,
0: okay. Calm down, Sally. Does your doll do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Snotty Dottie can go pee-pee on the potty. Want to see? Yeah! Pee! Uh, oh.
1: ah! I got pee-pee in my eye! I got
0: pee-pee in my
2: eye! Magnum P.I.
0: Okay, thank you, Sally. Jacob, why don't you go?
2: Uh, all
1: right, Miss Cooper. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Jake. Hey, Jacob! What's you go. What's up, pal? Uh, today I brought my pet snake, Frank. You did what? What? I don't like snakes. Oh, don't worry. He's a nice snake.
0: (laughs) But but Sally don't like snakes either. Mrs.
1: Cooper! Okay,
0: hold on for a second.
1: Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. uh oh (gasps) Frank
0: got
1: out. What he oh, he got out? What are you laughing at? There's a snake on the loose that's going to eat us all. I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, don't you ever touch Frank again. Sit down. Hey, everybody! Say hi, Frank.
0: Jacob, Jacob, Jacob! Don't you ever bring a snake or any type of reptile, for that matter, into my classroom again? Do I make myself understood? Is Miss Cooper? Say it! Don't try it! They're just children. They are just children. (sighs) Bobby, you go. Bobby, just go.
2: (sighs) I brought my iPhone. Okay, wait a minute. Bobby, you're six years old and you have an iPhone? Don't worry, it's just for emergencies. See, if it's an emergency, my mom says down nine, one, one, talk. Now, see, class, that is a good
0: lesson. If there ever is an emergency, you do want to dial 911.
2: Hi, Miss Operator. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's Bobby again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just a minute. Just a no, minute. no, no, no. Uh, Are you really talking She then? wants to know if this is emergency.
0: Yeah, yeah it's emergency! Ricky's beating snake! Oh, oh, yeah!
2: There's a snake! It's an, <laughs> no. an anaconda! It's you gonna eat us all! You snake. need to bring the SWAT team and the police and everyone! <laughs>
0: Hello? Hello? No, 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 no! This is not an emergency! It's not an emergency! It's emergency. Oh, oh. <gasps> on, sit down! Sit down! Oh, never have I ever- kindergarten class, act the way that you do. We are going to take a time out and think about how we oh, need to ooh, act.
2: Ms. Cooper, I already thought about
0: it. You have not thought about it long enough? But but, Greg but. doesn't have a but.
1: <sighs> Mrs. Cooper? Yes, Ricky? I have the bestest idea ever. And what is that? How about, instead of time out, I, I get up and do my show-and-tell.
0: You know what, Ricky? You already had a chance to go earlier. You're going to have to wait for a different time out, or different time hour, a different time out, a different show-and-tell day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
1: She's a girl like Ricky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's no longer yes. my girlfriend. Good call.
0: All right, class, how about this? Since Ricky did not go... Let's give him a chance to share one more time. Go ahead, Ricky.
1: Today, for show and tell, I brought my Bible. See, Jesus says that we're supposed to show and tell every day about him.
0: You know what? That's really nice, honey, but this is a public school.
1: That's okay, Mrs. Cooper. Jesus loves the public. Even when we're snotty,
2: yeah, like snotty dotty, keep
0: peeing in my eye. Ah. Okay, class.
1: Or when we're tempted, like Adam and Eve.
0: Yeah, because Adam and Eve talked to snakes, and the snake was the devil. You're the devil. I'll throw you. Calm down.
1: And and when we have an emergency, we can call on him. And. Yeah. And he can save us from our eternal timeout.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can I have my phone back, Ms. Cooper? I need to call Jesus. No, you may not have your phone back. But there's an app for that. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, he can save us from our eternal timeout.
2: Eternal timeout? Well, well Ms. Ms. Cooper, I'm too ADD for eternal timeout.
0: What in the world?
1: This is the police. We have the place surrounded.
0: Ah! Ah! God, children, <laughs> I can't go back to jail! Ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to Show and Tell Day, Cedar Hills. We are here to show and tell the great news of Jesus Christ. And uh, I, I hope you are ready for what God has for us. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and pray. God, we thank you for this day. And we know that you are here with us. And I pray that your spirit will transform our lives through your word. God, we trust you. And we love you. We pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. We have been on the road with Jesus for a couple months now. And I don't know about you, but I have loved to experience Jesus on the road. Being able to see the roads he walked on and the people he met and the things he did has impacted my life. Especially as it came into last week, right? And we talked about the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now we're going to fast forward a little bit. Fast forward to where Jesus has ascended to heaven. He sits on the right hand of God the Father. And now the people who are on the road are his followers, being his hands and feet in this world. So please join me in Acts 8, if you would. And, and if you're unfamiliar with where that might be in the Bible, go ahead and, and open it up towards the right-hand side. Most of the way, see Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then the book of Acts chapter 8, and we are going to start with verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, Go to the chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading this passage of scripture. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before the shear is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. And then the eunuch asked. Tell me, please, tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? And Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. This is the word of the Lord for us today. The word of God that transforms lives. You see, today when we're on the road with Jesus, one thing that we have to realize is that Philip was in the right place at the right time for a very specific situation. He was led by the Holy Spirit. First, he was told by the angel, go to this road. Then the Holy Spirit told him, go specifically to this person. And as soon as he was done showing and telling the gospel of Jesus Christ to the eunuch, he was taken to another place. God has... You, in a very specific time and place for a very specific purpose. See, I believe that even today, you did not walk into the doors of this building on accident. You came here because the Holy Spirit wanted you to be in this place for a very specific reason. Now, I admit, we all come with different perspectives. There are some of us that come in here and this is our church and we come every week and we have been transformed by the power of the gospel and we expect to be transformed by God's word every week. Now there are others of us that come here every once in a while and we come because maybe it's a a habit, something we do. But God's word may not hold much authority in our life. There are others of us they come here because we just like to be around certain people. Maybe we want to make grandma and grandpa happy, or mom and dad happy, or maybe we like to sit by our boyfriend or girlfriend because we just like to be with them. But the rest of the church thing, uh, I don't know. Or maybe you come here bitter with a life situation, or maybe even angry with the church, but you were invited here so you decided you would come. None of that is by accident. And no matter what reason you are here today, you are here for a purpose. And God has something to say to you. So you are welcomed and you are loved. Not only realizing that you are in the right place at the right time, but the second part that I love about this story is Philip, when he goes up to the chariot, the first thing he does is he asks a question. He brings God up in conversation. See, when we're on the road, whether we're Philip or whether we're the eunuch, we are there for a purpose, and we are there to ask questions. Philip, knowing who Jesus Christ was, brought up God. Do you understand what you are reading? Maybe in today's terms, it would be, so so what do you think about God? You know, we just had Easter, what, what are your thoughts about Jesus actually rising from the dead? Let's talk about this. Or maybe it's something very casual. What did you do this weekend? To which they could say, what did you do this weekend? And you could say, I went to Cedar Hills Community Church, and we talked about the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it impacted my life. I would love to share it with you. Bring God up into conversation by asking questions. Now, I realize I work with teenagers, and when I talk to them about doing this at school— their response is, but it's awkward. It gets really hard to talk about God because some people just shut down and we can't have that conversation. So about 10 years ago, uh, I felt this need to provide a tool to help students and adults get into conversations about God. And that is why I created uh, this t-shirt. Now, I understand I am a little dressed down today and I apologize, but it's four point. This t-shirt uh, usually brings up questions. Most every time I go out in public, I have people, random people, who will stop me and say, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but could you please explain the toilets? To which I would say, please read the back. Please read the back. It has a verse of the Bible, and I ask them to read it out loud, so that, so that it's, they're reading it out loud. And they're reading Scripture, and then I ask, so what do you think? What do you think about that verse you just read? And immediately we are in a conversation about Jesus Christ because the verse on the back talks about how he died in our place and how we also ought to love others by giving up our lives for them. And so we are in this conversation. Seeds are planted for the gospel. And by the end I say, okay, so here's the deal. The verse is 1 John 3.16. Sometimes toilets are called Johns. So 3.16 is in the 1 John. And they go away thinking, huh, that's interesting. But they asked the question, and we got into a gospel conversation about Jesus. And I have never experienced anything that has given me more opportunities to express the gospel than this shirt or shirts like it. Now, that could be Philip. Philip, you need to bring up co- God in conversation. Now, if you are a person who is more like the Ethiopian, who has questions about this God thing or the Bible or Jesus—I'm not sure if it's real— You need to ask questions too. I love the Ethiopian eunuch. He says, please tell me, like, I really want to know, who is this guy talking about, himself or someone else? He really wants to know. Asking the right question is the first step if you are confused. Can I tell you, uh, in seminary, sometimes I feel like I can't ask questions because then it's like, I don't know what I should know. I remember I was in class this last fall for a week and I asked the question and my, my professor literally came over to me and grabbed my shirt and shook me back and forth and then left. I'm like, does that mean I can't ask questions? I'm like, This is, this was confusing to me. <clears throat> this story encourages us to ask questions. But I want us to caution with this. We live in an age of information where I could put anything into the computer and get millions of responses. I could get people's opinions on any question. So my encouragement to us is if you are confused about what the Bible might say, or if God is real, or if Jesus really did what he said he did, you need to ask the right person. See, if I wanted to know about my car, say I had this hose that fell off my car, and I figured, "Ah, I wonder if this is important or where it goes. I wouldn't go to a doctor and say, hey, Doctor, uh, tell me where this, car, where this hose goes. That would make no sense because the doctor wouldn't know. I would go to a mechanic who has wisdom about that car. And he would tell me why it needs to be there and what it does and the truth of why that's important. Now, if we want to ask spiritual questions about God and about Jesus and the Bible, we need to go to people who actually believe it to be true because a lot of people have a lot of opinions, But the truth will only come when you believe. So ask the right people the right questions. See, I believe that some of you in here are Philip. You are the people who believe that Jesus Christ is who he said he is. And to you, I say there are Ethiopian eunuchs in your life every day that you need to show and tell your faith to now, if you're more like the Ethiopian, and you have more questions than you can think of. God has placed people like Philip in your life to show and tell his truth to you. The great thing I love about Philip, after the question is asked, who is this guy talking about? Please tell me. His first response is, I'm going right to Jesus. And that needs to be our response too, to be able to share the Gospel, the good news of Jesus with those around us. I want to read to you from First 1 Peter 1,18 through 21. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. A lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and show your faith and hope are in God. Now, if I could just have your focused attention for a couple minutes, this is what's important. This is what it's all about the gospel of Jesus Christ that God created you and me to be in a beautiful relationship with Him and His perfect creation. He created us in this great, complete wholeness with Him and all creation. And He said, I have a plan for you. And we decided our plan was much better than His plan. And we took a step off the road. And as we took a step off the road, we fell into a pit a pit of slime and tar. And now our imperfection cannot be connected to his perfection. And I love what First Peter says, we now have an empty way of life. When we are off the path that God has for us, we are empty because we are not made complete in him. Now I look at the Ethiopian eunuch and I see some things that he possibly could have been filling that hole with. Maybe it was his status as a treasurer under the queen. Or maybe it was his finances. Or maybe it was even his religion by going to Jerusalem to worship. But one thing he realized on the way home from that time of worship, that he was empty and he was missing something. And then Philip came and shared with him the good news. And I don't know what it is that we might be um, filling our holes with. Maybe it is money. Maybe it is our job. Maybe it is we're living through our kids and wanting them to succeed. Or maybe it is uh, being nice to people. None of those things are bad. But when we try to replace what only God can fill with that, it will not work. We are empty when we are apart from God. And God knew that. And he said from the beginning, he had a plan to make us whole again. And that's the plan that that we read about last week. And that we experience, we experience that he sent his son Jesus to be on the cross. And Jesus died in our place. And his blood was shed. And his body was beaten. But he didn't only die. He came back to life. And the good news is this, if we believe, if we believe that Jesus did what he said he did, and if we believe that Jesus is who he said he is, then God says we receive forgiveness. We are cleansed, and we are made a new creation right now because of what Christ has done. We are no longer empty, like 1 Peter says, but we are made whole because of the the spotless unblemished sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I love the eunuch's response to this truth. He receives it, and then he is baptized. And then, can you picture this? You're being baptized, and immediately the person who's baptizing you is gone. Like, not walking away, he's gone. And what what, is—the eunuch does not, like, freak out. He leaves the place rejoicing because he realizes his salvation is not in Philip. His salvation is in Jesus Christ and he can rejoice his whole life even when the person who told him about Jesus was gone. So we rejoice. We rejoice like the eunuch for what God has done for us. We're going to take some time of contemplation. We've been doing this during the series, taking a couple minutes here and there. And today, I want you to spend in uh, this contemplation asking this question. Jesus, what is keeping me from experiencing you completely? What is What is it? Is it, is it my worries? Is it my fears? Is it my distractions? Is it my disobedience? What is it? So in the next two minutes, please take the time to hear from God. Ask him this question. What is keeping me from experiencing you? Today, as we think about that, most of us probably came up with something. Most of us probably heard from God what was keeping us from Him. I'm going to challenge you. I want to, I want to do a prayer right now. And if you are willing to surrender what is keeping you from experiencing God to the fullest, I want you to pray along with me. Heavenly Father, we come before you today in humility. God, we admit that we have sinned. God, we have walked off of the path that you have for us, and we have fallen into the mud of sin. God, we have been distracted from you. We have disobeyed you. And God, we have flat out denied you. And we put these things at the cross and we surrender them to you. And in return, we receive your forgiveness and your grace, your cleansing. And God, we commit from this day forward to showing and telling our faith on the road that we walk every day with the people that we are around, with our families, with our neighbors, with our coworkers, with our classmates. God, you have put us here for a reason. And we will go out and walk in your truth and we will be your light as we love you and we love others in your heavenly name. Amen. See, some of us, uh, some of us struggle with pride. Some of us, we struggle with maybe anger issues or we just don't understand why this is the way it is. God, we uh, definitely struggle with loving people who are unlovable. God, we don't want to deal with people who, who make us angry, and we definitely get distracted, I and mean, there's so much going on in life, work and family and school and, and all of the above. And these are the things that keep us from God, but, but what I love about Jesus is that he says something very clearly. I died for you. I died in your place. And when you believe, you will receive life. You will receive forgiveness of sins, which means that your sins are separated as far as the east is from the west. It means that your sins are white as snow. They're washed away. And so, I pray that you will surrender whatever is keeping you from a wholeness of God today. And God gives you a promise that it will go away. And it will never stay and it will disappear. Your sins are gone because of the blood of Jesus. My son did show and tell this week and he loved it at school. He was so excited. So much excited that he wouldn't even show us what he was going to do until that morning. So his sisters wouldn't tell before he could. And he came home. And I said, how'd it go? He's like, it was awesome. They loved it. Even the girls loved it. That's a big deal in third grade, right? God is showing and telling his love to you right in front of you through the body and blood of Jesus and through his cross. This is God's show and tell day to you and he is excited. He is giddy as a a little boy, wanting you to know his great love for you through his body, his blood, and his salvation through Jesus Christ. And so today, today, as we take communion, know that it is God giving you the good news.